Hi. Welcome to the second episode of Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host for this series. Before we get started, I want to thank all of you for listening and express my gratitude to those who've liked, reviewed, and shared the podcast with your friends. I appreciate your support and encouragement, and especially your feedback and topic suggestions. I've also had a number of people contact me who want to contribute their expertise and experience, so I'm looking forward to sharing those interviews with you. If you'd like to be a guest on an episode, just email me at livingauthenticallyafter55 at gmail.com. Now let's move forward with this week's Motivation for Momentum. One of the easiest pits to fall into after 55 is to withdraw and be alone. When you start transitioning from work to retirement, you may not know exactly what you want to do with yourself. Most of your interaction up to this point has been business communication with coworkers and clients, so when you no longer have them to interact with, it's easy to fall into avoidance. Because you're out of your comfort zone, it may feel like it'll take too much effort and time to go out and make new friends, so you simply tell yourself you'll wait and do it some other day. But I know from personal experience, The days turn into weeks, and before you know it, the weeks have turned into months and even years. Alone time is important. Everyone needs some alone time every day, but you also need others in your life who are like-minded and will encourage you to do what your heart is telling you. And don't be fooled. People can be just as withdrawn and lonely in a crowd as those who stay at home. It's not about numbers. It's about quality of interaction. In talking with one of our upcoming guests, I was reminded of a quote from one of my favorite movies called Shall We Dance with Richard Gere, Jennifer Lopez, and Susan Sarandon. Although in the movie the quote's in the context of the main character's marriage, it really speaks of the need that we all have to be validated and feel we matter. So here's the quote. We need a witness to our lives. There's a billion people on the planet. I mean, what does any one life really mean? But in a marriage, you're promising to care about everything. The good things, the bad things, the terrible things, the mundane things. All of it. All of the time, every day. You're saying, your life will not go unnoticed because I will notice it. Your life will not go unwitnessed because I will be your witness. As I said, this is one of my favorite movies and it ties right in with what this podcast is all about. Finding and Living in Authenticity. If you haven't seen the movie, I encourage you to check it out. We all desire and need our life to be noticed and witnessed. So how do you avoid the withdrawing and loneliness pit and move forward with authenticity? First, take a tip from the flight attendant's directions on how to use an air mask. Before helping others, put your mask on. You can't help anyone if you run out of air. In other words, you need to put your mask on first. I'm not talking about selfishness. I'm talking about caring for yourself. One of the biggest ways to sabotage yourself from living authentically is getting caught up helping everybody else to the point you never realize or live to your true self. As I mentioned before, I know this from first-hand experience. I spent most of my life helping others improve their lives and situations. If someone needed something, I was there. The problem was, by the time I was done helping everyone else, I was too tired to do anything to help myself. When I was forced to retire early due to health issues, 
I completely withdrew. I went from going nonstop, always around people, to being alone 98% of the time. I did that for two and a half years. How did I find my way back? A couple friends who were willing to notice my life and be my witness. Most importantly, one particular like-minded friend who sees my authentic self and through his daily example encourages and motivates me to live my life to my strengths. Life is full of choices. Unfortunately, it's easy to unintentionally give the power to make your choices to other people. But to live authentically, you need to set your standards and boundaries and break through any self-imposed ceiling and invisible barriers that have set limitations on being who you really are. If you do this, you'll give yourself the freedom, empowerment, and motivation to be all you're meant to be. Next, socialize with others who have similar interests. Motivation and positive attitudes are contagious. If you plan to live authentically, associate with motivated people who share your interests. Surround yourself with people who inspire and motivate you to succeed in whatever you desire. Remember, this season in your life is about you and your deepest passions, dreams, and desires. You're not 20 anymore. If you don't take the time to do it now, you literally never will. Again, I'm not talking about being selfish. I'm talking about genuinely caring for yourself. This requires asking yourself a tough question. Are the people you've allowed in your life helping or hindering your path to live true to yourself? If you honestly believe someone is hindering you, then it's time to make some necessary changes. Best of all, you don't have to take this journey of living authentically all by yourself. Share your excitement of what you're aiming to achieve with those who'll be your cheerleader every step of the way. Take time out each day to relax and spend time with a friend or loved ones doing what you enjoy. Balancing alone time and being with others is an important part of staying healthy, happy, motivated, and enjoying living authentically. So here's an action step and resource to help you. There's a website that some of you may be familiar with, but it'll be new for many of you. I have no connection or relationship with this company but I do participate in a number of groups found on their site, and at one time even hosted my own group for authors. The site is called meetup.com, and it's a place where members learn something, do something, or share something with others. Meetup.com simply facilitates bringing people together with the goal of helping people improve themselves in their communities. There are currently 240,295 meetup groups, 25.63 million members, and 588,534 monthly meetups taking place in 180 countries. Those numbers keep changing because people keep joining and adding new meetups. Meetups are a great place to expand your social sphere and be with like-minded people in safe environments. There are groups for all ages and all interests. If you don't find an interest group to join, you can always start your own group. I got involved in meetup groups in 2009. A friend of mine started a dance meetup in the Kansas City area. Dance is a huge part of my true self, so I immediately joined. This particular group goes to different dance venues each week, and the dancing styles vary. It not only includes dances, but also dance classes. So if you've always wanted to learn how to dance or improve what you already know, 
It's a fun and easy way to do it. It doesn't matter if you're single or a couple, and everyone has a great time. This particular group usually does ballroom, east and west coast swing, and some country dance meetups. It's a great way to get to know others, and it's a great way to get exercise while having fun. It's not a hookup group, but there have been a few people who've met through the group and then eventually got married. There's usually a small cost for meetups, but it's for the event itself. For example, the dances usually cost $10, and that includes a group lesson and a three-hour dance. If your group is a dining or movie group, then you'd have the cost of the meal or movie. Some meetup groups, such as a board or card game meetup, don't have any cost. You just show up or bring your games. So the cost to participate in a meetup is dependent on what the group is doing. It does cost the organizer money to run a group, so it's nice if you also donate a dollar or two to the organizer each time, but it's not required to be a part of most groups. So start thinking out of the box and think of those hobbies and skills you've always wanted to learn, improve, or just have fun. Remember, this is about being with like-minded people who'll encourage and motivate you, and yes, notice and witness your life. Here's a short list of some of the types of groups available. The actual list is huge. Hiking, dancing, reading, computers, yoga, other types of exercise, writing, singles, dining, woodworking, photography, golf, board and card games, health and well-being, cars, self-improvement, and you get the idea. If you can think it, there's probably a group for it. So here's how to get started. Go to meetup.com and fill out the new member registration form. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. Once you've completed the registration process, in the top left corner, you'll see three tabs labeled Find a Meetup, Start a Meetup, and Invite Friends to Join. Click on the Find a Meetup tab. A search bar will appear and you can type in whatever hobby or interest group you're looking for. You can also put in how many miles you'd be willing to travel to attend a group. While I was just looking at their site, I put the word seniors in the search bar and it came up with a group that looked really interesting. So I joined it. It really is that simple. Sometimes when you join a group, the group leader will have a couple questions for you to answer. It just helps them to get to know you and learn what you're hoping to gain from being in the group and decide if the group will be a good fit for you. If you're married, these groups are also a great way to start spending more quality time with your spouse doing fun things. One of the biggest conversations I've had with my married friends who've already retired is that after all their years of working and raising a family, they've lost some important aspects of connection with their partner and they don't know how to reconnect. Finding a group that interests both of you will not only give you something to do together as a couple, but will also give you something to talk about between group events. If there isn't a group already going in your interest or location, again, you can always start your own. When you start a group, Meetup will even contact members in your area that have expressed interest in your type of group to help build it. To start your own Meetup, simply click on the Start a Meetup tab and the questionnaire will walk you through each step. I don't know if they still do this because it was a few years ago, but when I was setting up my Meetup group, I didn't have time to complete the questionnaire on the first day. A few days later, I got an email encouraging me to complete the setup, and they offered a 50% discount on the first six months if I did. If you decide to start a meetup, 
You may want to do as I did and see if they offer you a discount as well. Right now they have two types of group organizer prices. The first is for a basic group that allows up to four organizers and up to 50 people and costs the main organizer $9.99 a month. The unlimited group costs $14.99 a month and allows unlimited organizers and members. Remember, this cost is only for the organizer, not the members. It's for the organizer's use of meetup.com system to communicate with their members, post their events, allow others to learn about their meetups, and even sends reminders to the members for all the organizers' meetup events. So this week, have fun exploring your possibilities on meetup.com. I'd love to hear your experiences, so don't forget to join and comment on our Living Authentically After 55 Facebook group. You can also private message me or send me an email with any feedback or topics you'd like to hear about on upcoming episodes. Most importantly, have a great week. Music